Blog Talk Radio. I see the Wednesday night troubles have leaked over to Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you bother. Let's go. Well, you know, it'll start playing here in a minute, whenever that may be, whenever it decides to load itself. Who knows? Who knows? But it's Nate, and I'm joined by Tim, as always. And we're here. It's the Sunday night roundtable, and it's that chill in the air. That time of year, football season is ready to go. I'm excited. And there we go. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New and CanBay.com, located on blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump and at widemencantjump.com. This show discusses anything and everything, and nothing is off limits as the wise men express their views and opinions on all different subjects of rounds of sports, entertainment, and world. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, and at WidemenCan'tJump.com. And now, here is the Sunday Night Roundtable. Thank you, Self, for that marvelous introduction. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen, as I just said, and as um, me from the past just said, it's the Sunday Night Roundtable. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, are we doing a show? All right. Yeah. Okay. Up. Hold on. The hold thing on. we do. All right, I'm ready. Let's go. Well, football season. Gotta love it, right? Well, unless you're a Colts fan. Well, yeah, and uh, that was an interesting development if I've ever seen one. As uh, well, we got a call here. What's up, Lou? I know I'm early. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. It's Sunday. Right, you know, right. Yes, it is. It's um, Sunday. Now, are you surprised by the by the big shock last night? Well, I'll tell a little story about that. Um, I was actually. In the middle of drafting a fantasy football draft. I was right in the middle of it. I think we were in round 12 or 13 or something like that. The luck has already been taken off the board. Well, this dude's looking at his phone like uh, we had a, a pause in the draft or something. Somebody was looking up some information. And it just pops up on all these uh, on the phones, right? And we yes. look at it and we're just like... Oh, my God. And the dude just sitting there just looks over and just goes, holy shit. I'm just like, what? And then it just goes from there. And the next thing you know, the guy that drafted Andrew Luck is pissed. He 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 swore up and down to quote uh, politicians. He said, no, this is fake news. This can't be real. And it ended up just being a whole mess. I've never seen a guy retire in – as we were mid-drafting, which was something else, if I've ever seen it. Yeah. But yeah, that's what happened. 
Yep, he said himself that mentally he couldn't take. Well, maybe you should have thought of that before you went and played last night's game. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Did he play last night? Uh, he did. So he decided yeah, after yeah. play. He's like, no, nah, screw this. This is. Huh. That's not really the smart thing to do. I didn't know he played. Well, I wasn't. I didn't either. I mean, you know, that's not the smart way to go out. No. No. Preseason and retire after playing yeah. that night? Uh, not not the way to do it. Uh, no, no. It's... No, he didn't. No. Um, according to this, he, he, he might have been on the bench, but he didn't play. No. Oh. All right, well. Um, way to spread right. false, li- false rumors, Lou. <laughs> according uh, yeah. to this, he didn't. He didn't. If he was in the game, he never attempted a pass because he, he's not on the stats. So, but um, regardless, Andrew Luck's in the game. He's passing. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Regardless, it's an interesting move. It's a, a very ill-timed move. Yeah. Um, yeah, but do you think he really means it? I mean, do you think he's going to call it quits for good, or do you think he'll have a change of heart maybe like in the year? Who knows. Especially if uh, Jimmy G bombs out, which, you know, when his first preseason game, oh boy, he bomb out. I mean, when <laughs> you look, when you look at his um, stats, he has uh, yeah. attempted three thirty-two hundred and ninety attempts in his uh-huh. career. Wow. I read, I read wow. today on, I read today on the app on in the Athletic that he has been, of those attempts, he was hurried eleven hundred times. And sacked 185 times okay. in only in only 94 games. So he's getting sacked almost two, regardless of even in an easy game, he's getting smashed to the turf at least twice. Yeah. So when you compare that to some of the other quarterbacks, the only two I could find in recent memory who get sacked more – our RG3, and of course, we all know what happened to him. Yeah. And Russell Wilson, and we all know what's kind of sort of happening to him, where his numbers yes. are starting to drop because he's just getting pasted out there. Well, let me tell you why Russell Wilson's numbers are dropping, and it has very little to do with his offensive line, per se. It has way more to do with the fact Russell Wilson has uh, a huge inflated contract that he's making a shit ton of money and everything that, that got the Seahawks yeah. to the Super Bowl and made them champions is gone because you got to pay Wilson and everybody else Look at it this you way. can't afford now. now. Andrew Luck has been sacked 185 times in 94 games. Russell Wilson has been sacked 337 times in 112 games. That's, That's insane. insane. That is. That's sick. I mean, you, you, hear wonder, that number, you hear that number yeah. and you want and you then you wonder, why didn't they just run the ball when they could have won the Super Bowl? I mean, come on. No, and you think you think of of him as being a mobile quarterback, right? Now take he better up, be now, with his line okay, but now bring up Peyton, bring up Peyton Manning, who you do not think of as a mobile quarterback, was only sacked two hundred or three hundred and three times in his entire career in almost three hundred games. So, well, you know, Peyton, if, Peyton you wonder, if you wonder, 
Well, but regardless, I'm just saying, as far as longevity and goodness go, yeah, they kind of run with you. You know, it runs hand right. in hand, and maybe maybe Andrew Luck is just sick and tired of having a shit kicked out of him. Well, I can understand that. And he's got, and for his entire, for his career, he's got a whole fifty-three wins to show for it in six years. Yeah. So maybe he's just going to schmuck. Well, but I mean, you can see why. You know, it might be different if you'd have won a couple Super Bowls in there or made the playoffs a couple of times, and maybe you're willing to put up with some more abuse. But when you when you don't even have anything to show for the abuse, I mean, some of it's on him. I mean, he early in his career, he was very much, uh, I ain't sliding, I'm going to get clobbered, or if I throw a pick, I'm going to go out there and think I'm a linebacker and try to tackle somebody. But, I mean, he's he's had the living daylights kicked out of him. It's just that simple. You mean a major case of whoop-ass? <laughs> yeah. Now, what that does to his mind, and as Nate, Nate and I talked earlier off air, He's made over a hundred million dollars in his career, so he's he's not financially motivated. Um, so I I don't know. Yeah, maybe he. You know, I back. would almost I mean, be interested. I would be interested to go back and have a look at his uh, numbers from Stanford. How many times he was hit back in college, even to see mm. if that would have any effect, because. He played in the pack. He played in the Pac-12 or Pac-10 at the time at Stanford, and there's some pretty big boys that play out there. I mean, it's a major conference. A lot of USC's defensive stars go to the NFL. I mean, obviously, college and the NFL are a little different, but you know, yes. that's abuse is still abuse, no matter what. So I would be interested to see those numbers as well. Let's see what I can dig up on his college. Yeah. These college numbers. They got to be out there somewhere. Well, one thing that does bring up, though, if you're an Andrew Luck fantasy owner, uh, maybe you drafted earlier. Lou, you sound like an Andrew Luck fantasy owner. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm really not. Okay. That's the one area where he really did uh, do well. He put up some ridiculous fantasy numbers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. But if you're an Andrew Luck fantasy owner now, or maybe not even an Andrew, let's just say you're a Colt fantasy owner. Um, you know, Andrew Luck retires. So if you have Andrew Luck, you know, you probably took him in about the fourth or fifth round, depending on how your league goes. Maybe even a little later than that. So you just lost your starting quarterback. Uh, his replacement is Jacoby Brissett. So uh, you can either put faith in that guy or not. That's your call. Um, Jacoby Brissett has thrown two passes in the NFL. I I won't say he may do well, he may not, but he has no record to speak of whatsoever. Yeah, so you're going in basically with a rookie for the most part. A, a very studied rookie, but a rookie nonetheless. Okay, they, um, don't, have, right. uh, they don't have any numbers for his uh, sack stats. It's not okay. available. It's just somebody, you probably could find it if you poured through some Stanford Stuff, yeah, I'm about to do that. So, nah, there's no need. But yeah. look yeah. at and then Marlon right. Mack, uh, who won the starting job there in Indianapolis. Well, good luck with him. They're going to stack eight in the box on him. T.Y. Hilton's value just decreased exponentially. 
if you're a fantasy owner, Jack Doyle, maybe he was a late round tight end still. Um, his value has dropped now. So if you've got, it, it's time to abandon ship on the Colts if you're a uh, fantasy owner. Yeah. Because they were never known as a great defensive squad, and um, their offense was really what they hung their hat on. Without Andrew Luck, it's like a, it's like an orchestra without a maestro. It's just yeah, everybody. They have no they have no quarterback at all. Not a single of the three guys they have on their roster. None of them have any experience. Not a single one. They don't even have an aging old veteran hanging around somewhere that they could. Although they may end up making a move for one here shortly, but you know, this is when you stop and you look around and you say, "Colin Kaepernick." Yeah. Colin Kaepernick, is it time? Well, at the very least, um, he is somewhat mobile, or was. Yeah, I don't know if he, he was. still is. He had so, a good arm. Yeah, and he if he if he goes out there and gets clobbered, you know he can at least run for his life. He's not a pocket yeah. passer. So, no, not at all. You watch, you watch them sign, you know, some aging fifty-two-year-old guy who we've never that used to start for the that used to start for the Jets or some or the Browns. Fifty-two. Well, the Buccaneers signed Vincent Testaverde, so I uh, yeah. I don't know where he happened. Yeah, you can't, you can't rule it out. <laughs> so, you never know. But yeah, Andrew. Why Lott, would you want to sign Testaverde? Oh, you know, knows. as a Bucks fan, I wish I could answer. <laughs> I just I don't have it. I got two words about that. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Let's we see who is available. You could go and sign. Um, you could sign powerhouses like Dad Lewis, Bruce Gradchowski. Dan Orlovsky. Uh, boy, Ryan Nassib of Giants fame. Ryan Nassib, oh yeah. Nassib. How about uh, how about Johnny Manziel? Oh Lord. Christian Ponder is another big I think name. It, I think John at this point I'd Brandon. I think I'd rather have Brandon Whedon. You could go get RG three. He's available. Yeah. Uh, there's one guy you can't get, ladies and gentlemen, and that's Nathan Peterman. He is a not available. Not available. <laughs> he's yeah, he's going to be starting. He's going to be starting for the Raiders. Uh, listen, I don't care about. I don't care how good he looks in the preseason. It's the preseason. I've seen the real oh, Nathan I'm, Peterman. Right. <laughs> I'm not disputing any of that. I'm just saying there's a good chance he could be the starting quarterback for the Raiders. Well, I mean, with with John Gruden at the helm, you never know. Hell, I think I've got a shot. Really? Easy. But well, I can stand. I can stand there and get hit. I mean, I can do that. Breaking news! Breaking news! The Colts are bringing in Al Bundy from Polkai to try out for the quarterback. <laughs> I was worried it was going to happen to him. The uh, well, you know, he he married a redhead, and that put his career on hold. Yeah, that, but every time, 
<laughs> he actually, uh, I think yeah, the last we saw, he was a shoe salesman somewhere. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> Yeah, but they're honestly, just of all the pe- of all the people you just named, and and they seem pretty confident in Jacoby Brissett. I, I mean, they do. They have, and I think Kaepernick's the guy that if you're going to go sign somebody, that'd be my guy. Honestly. Well, he's only. I mean, he's not that old. No. I think I think he's 29 or something like that. Like he's he's not yeah, even 30. I don't think. What's up? I mean, hell, Matt, Matt Flynn got multiple chances with multiple teams. Why can't Kaepernick? I mean, agree or disagree with what the guy did and, and his politics and the attention he got or whatever, throw that out the window. This is about football. Right. This is about winning and losing. That's what the ultimate point is. Well, so, the next, the, the next question is, though, um, who is who is up and coming in, in the, the college ranks? That the Colts don't want to be zero and sixteen, and pick a new, a new guy to lead the franchise in the in the draft. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if there's a if there's a big name or not either. What about the guy from Alabama? The guy from Alabama. Uh, the guy his from name. Clemson. His name is hard to pronounce. Uh, to uh, to uh, Google it, yeah. What about the blonde haired guy from Clemson? I can never remember his name either. Um, um, I mean he's he's the kind of stand back and let it let it rip kind of guy. Well I mean you like. got Jalen Hurt. You could get Justin Herbert kinda of high on people's list, Jake Fromm, uh Tua Tag Tagvula or whatever. Jacob Easton. I just say Tua Tag. What is it? I just say tool. I just say tool attack. That's all. Yeah. Two squared. Yeah. Uh, KJ Costello, Shea Patterson, Stephen Montez, Jordan Love. A lot of those guys are getting uh, are getting looks. According to Bleacher Report, and a look from this is from March seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. Here's the players that you know they're listing, and they all sound exactly like that list. KJ Costello, Jacob Eason from Washington. Uh, Costello was from Stanford. Uh, Felipe Franks from Florida. Jake Fromm, Georgia. Justin Herbert from Oregon. Shea Patterson from Michigan. Nate Stanley from Iowa. Two attack from Alabama. So, I mean, there's some of your, your quarterbacks that you're looking at potentially being big deals in the it's, NFL. Um, Trevor Lawrence from Clemson yeah. is the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is his name. Yeah, you're right. And I mean, then there's always there's always a couple of big arms playing for teams that aren't, you know, in the national spotlight. There's always a couple. Well, look at it this way. Andrew Luck retires. There's going to be teams that are going to have to cut some quarterbacks. There's a lot of guys that, you know, are going to be available. Like, if you look at Denver, they've got Drew Locke. They've got Joe Flacco. And mm-hmm. they still got Patrick Lynch. I think they still got him, too. Or Brett Ripon, apparently, is their number two against the Rams. This was from yesterday. Um, so, it, there's a lot of question marks in Denver. They can't keep all those guys. 
No, I mean, yeah, there'll be somebody with some experience will come up, but then, but still, do any of those guys have the experience of Colin Kaepernick? Probably not. Probably not. Colin Kaepernick's played in the Super Bowl. I mean, the mm. only thing I can say yeah. is that Kaepernick hasn't played for what? Two years? Three years? Yeah. Three that now. Would be, that would be the only knock on him is whether, I mean, does he still have it or not? Who? But it's not hard to find out. I mean, yeah. bring, bring uh, in the Kaepernick. Case Keenum has oh, beat Dwayne Haskins for the Redskins starting job. So the Redskins are definitely getting off to a good start this year. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call sarcasm on that one. <laughs> no, he really did win the job. Yeah. It's definitely a sarcasm comment from me, but um is Sam Bradford still the backup in Arizona? Uh, I think so. I mean, as far as, there, I, as far as I know, I mean, yeah, is there a possibility? Is there a possibility that maybe a bit, he could be a guy that, that the Indianapolis could go out and make a move for? I mean, the Cardinals aren't winning anything, so I mean, and I'm gonna guess that. Well, they don't even. He's not even on the Arizona depth chart. Well, then I mean, he might be a free agent. I mean, he might still be hurt, but. You could make a move for him, obviously. Yeah. I mean, he's a former Heisman winner. Yeah, he's been kind of injury-prone, but you put him in the right system, you never know. You could maybe get something serviceable. I said, it's, it's really, to me, it really depends on whether the Colts, what their will, what ownership, whether they want to be respectable or not. If they're happy with getting clobbered, well, they'll stick with what they have and let their guy play. But that might be a mistake, too, because – that's what they did with Andrew Luck, and he got pounded for the first year or two. Well, they took Andrew Luck early on in that draft. Unfortunately, they didn't take any lineman that was worth a damn to protect him. No. He was just going to out-throw the coverage and the, and, the, and the rush, right? Apparently. Right. Don't you know quarterbacks do it all on their own? Uh-huh. Yeah. But, well, you know, that's that's the product of the media, though, where that's the only oh, guy on the team anybody ever talks about, uh, occasionally a wide receiver and once in a while a running back. And after that, the defense usually gets pretty short shrift. And the offensive line, definitely, nobody even knows their names. Nobody knows their names, but they're probably the most important position on the field, well, easily. Yeah, well, they'll be, they may be a nobody now, but that'll uh, change. Well, I mean, you look at linemen, not many people can name a lot of linemen. I mean, no. you think back, Jeff Saturday was the center for Peyton Manning for all those years. Um, yeah. You know, you, you probably name a handful of them on, if you tried. But when well, you think about it, linemen don't, they, linemen don't get love, ever. No, well, they always get it as Why a not? Target, right? You know, it's the orange crush defense. It's the steel curtain. It's the, you know, they never they never do give their names even when they give them some credit. I don't know yeah. who was on the steel curtain. I couldn't tell you. Well, there's a reason why they don't, honestly. And that's because when you go to talk about linemen, unfortunately, there's really not a lot you can say about them complimentary other than, Man, that right. line is doing their job. Or man, that's no, you know, there's no, you can say, no you can say we're receivers. Well, you can say 
to a receiver. Oh, what a catch by that receiver. Oh, what a what a throw by that quarterback. But what are you going to say about that lineman? Oh, what a good stand up and block. Good protection. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, true. Uh, well, I they, saw this study on Sports Center this morning. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's just, you know, some of the things that, that I think about. I mean, maybe I'm wrong in, in doing so, but um, you know, as a former offensive lineman, you never got any credit. But if something – if you but if you fucked up, everybody knew about it. <laughs> oh, they blew yeah. the assignment and the quarterback got crushed. Oh. Yeah. And you, and you got an ass chewing, too. And rightfully so. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but enough. You want to go out? Well, you know, enough about Andrew Luck. He, you know, it is it is kind of what it is. Yeah, until, until we hear some more about that, that's all speculation anyway. Nobody really it knows is. yet. So yeah, it definitely is. Um, but one thing we can look at here: college football came back in a good way. Uh, last night, Miami took on Florida Hallelujah. State. What a, yeah, really. And a great game it was, what I got to see of it. Uh, yeah. Tim, you got to watch the whole game, didn't you? I, I watched, uh, I watched all, both games in, in their entirety. Um, I thought the Miami-Florida game was, well, you could tell it was the first game of the season. It was god-awful in a uh, lots of mistakes and bad reads and bad throws and pretty sloppy play. It was a good, you know, it was an exciting game, but wasn't the greatest played game. Uh, I will say though, that there's no way Florida is a top 10 ranked team the way they played. Um, I don't like their quarterback. Uh, and Miami obviously I think is a lot better than anybody thought they were because they weren't getting any love coming into that game. And they just about won. And uh, but their quarterback, boy oh boy, their defensive coordinator, yeah, I guess our offensive, whoever looks after their line, better do something. Or that poor guy is going to be Andrew Luck the second, because man, did he get hammered a lot last night. Yeah, and and this is one thing I hate about college football, and, and you know everybody praises yeah. college football. College football is great. Don't get me wrong, but I hate preseason ranking. I hate saying, okay, well, they we know for sure. Well, they do, but it's, it's the same time. It's, we we know this team's number one. Well, what if they scheduled you? Know, what if it, okay, uh, no offense to my Notre Dame compadres out there, but what if it's like Notre Dame? Thanks. It's like, oh, they're Notre Dame. They're going to be good. Well, but how do we know? And then you see Notre Dame, they get a putt schedule. Oh, don't worry. They play Navy and Army and, you know, boy, tough schedule for them. And then they go undefeated, and because they were ranked so high in the preseason and all these SEC squads are hitting each other in the mouth, they make the college football playoff, and then they get just prison raped uh, in the game, and it's not even entertaining. So I, I hate preseason rankings. You shouldn't base – you shouldn't have rankings put out until about week six or seven. You won't have to worry about Notre Dame this year because they've got Georgia in week three and Michigan in week seven, and there will be two losses right there. Right, and they'll be done. They'll be done before the season is half halfway over. 
because they don't. I don't think uh, Notre Dame be that good. This year. And, and you know what? If they win, if they're able to win and they're able to get into the playoff, at least you can say, you know what, they deserved it. Well, at least they've got a few teams. I mean, they've got three top twenty-five teams on their schedule, um, which is at least a couple. If you look at some of the other ones, some of the big names. Like uh, Alabama doesn't play a, a top-ranked team until week six. That doesn't shock you know, me. I mean, I mean they're starting off against Duke for God's sake. Boy, what a tough right. non-conference schedule. I mean, they they play uh, Texas A&M, who is twelfth right now in the preseason rankings, which means nothing. As we LSU will probably have a fairly decent no. team. They play them. And they finish up against Auburn, but they don't even have. They, there's quite possible that they don't play anybody ranked in the top ten for the entire year. Well, which is nonsense. That's, well, that's where you get your your schedules that are drawn up, and the east and west side of the SEC, and it's just uh, I don't know. Like, well, if they're going, if they they're going to have play, the coaches ranking, if they're going to have a playoff. And they're going to do it that way. They they somehow have to come up with a – and I don't know how the hell you do it because the colleges will never go for it, but it would be great yeah. for television, is if you took, like, okay, the top 20 from last year or the top – whatever, how many games they play, 12, I guess, in a regular season, I think is the number. Yeah, I think um, – Yeah, pretty much 12. Okay, so let's, so let's take the uh, top 12 teams – at some, you know, maybe you let them play a few games. I don't know. Top twelve rankings come and make them play each other, so you at least get the good teams against the good teams. I don't know how you figure that out. There's people mm. smarter at the math than I am, but it, you know, it's getting to the point where the national championship is just about rigged to see the same three or four teams every year because it's impossible for anybody else. Like you, like you said, Nate. Oh well, Alabama was, uh, you know, they were twelve and zero. Yeah, but they didn't play anybody. Oh, but they were twelve and zero. They're Alabama. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, we saw that last year. Everybody talked about how great they were, undefeatable, and then all of a sudden they got in against a good team, and they got smacked. Uh, I don't know. I mean, no system's perfect, but it's very lacking. I've said this, and I, I say it every year, and I'm going to stick with this until somebody can prove to me where this doesn't work. The playoffs should be eight teams. Eight. No more. Absolutely. And okay. no more expansion. No more. No 16. No 12. None of that. Eight. Eight is the perfect number. Because that gives you – that you can make your five power conferences – you can have uh, the Pac-12, the Big Ten, the Big the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC. The five winners of those games will go automatically to the – the five winners of those conferences will go automatically to the playoff. Then you have three at-large bids that have to be distributed to three other teams. And to me, there you go. There's your eight. And if you if and if you're mad that you didn't make it into the college football playoff, you just look at somebody and say, "Well, did you win your conference?" No. Well, then stop your bitch. You should have won your conference. You'd have got in automatically. That's right. That's, that's how, 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 
how does anybody feel about the national championship is more than one game? I think the national championship game should be the national championship game. No, no, but like yeah. the, once okay. they get down to the once they get down to the last two teams, that they play more than one game. Nah, one play. game. Yeah, you one game enough. You football purists. There's no other sport that does it that way except for football. Anybody can beat any. My my, my point is that anybody can beat anybody in, in one game. They do not. They play best out of seven final. What are you talking about? In the well, NBA, college. not okay, in college. college. Not in but, college. But they should, maybe they should. So you want to get down to the final, the final two, and then have a best of three? Yep. Home and, well, they do home, that in another home basketball home. tournament, but you know, home and home, and then if there's a third game, it's on a neutral site. Why don't we just do the neutral site game and be done with it? Because it's only one game. Okay. That seems to be the best way to go, though. Yeah. Especially for money and ratings. Well, and college basketball that. is a neutral site game now. The, the, the final is never played where any of the teams are from. Well, no. I just I think it should be one game. I've always... I've always kind of liked that, just for the simple fact always, of... Yeah, but I've always maintained that it's one team can... You can beat anybody on one night. You can get lucky in one game. That's the point. That's what makes it so exciting. Yeah. You That's want the, the best point. team to win, don't you? Depends. Is my team the best team? <laughs> well, in your case, never, but... Well, see, there you go. <laughs> I mean, the, the Timberwolves could play Golden State in the best of 87 and still come up short. Well, yeah. If we played them in the best of one, though, we might beat them. <laughs> That's my point. You're making my point for me. But that makes it more there's, exciting. There's no good system. I mean, there's no perfect and, system. And, the reason, and, and, you no, know, the don't do, and you know the main reason why they don't do the, the a series is because of the injuries? Football football, and how physical football's a little, yeah. Football's a little more physical than. Uh, although, yeah, yeah, I, although, yeah. although I would argue that hockey is just as physical as football, and they do it there. Well, hockey's for men. Uh, well, they're. I don't. Yeah, no, it's a different kind of physical though. I mean, you don't get hit on every play in hockey, whereas in football, if you're on the line, you're getting hammered. Every time somebody's running in the end, those are big boys. Oh, I know. Don't I know it? Don't I know it? Yeah, we're not talking. We're not talking about six foot tall, hundred eighty five pound guys. We're talking about six foot five, three hundred pound guys. I mean, it's a yeah. totally different uh, thing, maybe. Yeah, I just like to hurts. see somebody else in the damn game. That's all. I want well, Nick Saban in Alabama right. to just go away. Well, until. Uh, you know they're always they always seem to be there. Well, they, they it's because they do well and then they can recruit well and they get good, well, they continue to get good players. I don't I do not get mad at Alabama being there every year because while I do think the SEC is kind of top heavy, I do. They the SEC is still a very tough conference. Tough as I think. Yeah, probably. I'll say it's the toughest. 
Um, and Alabama has to earn their way in there. So I, I kind of give them all. You know, they earn their way. That's how I look at it. I mean, at least last year, I mean, they beat uh, some pretty good teams to well, get yeah. there. I mean, once they got in against Clemson, we found out that that, that offense and defense didn't uh, measure up against each other very well, and they got absolutely slaughtered. But uh, until that point, I mean, they beat Oklahoma, they beat Georgia, they beat LSU. I mean, they beat a couple of threes and fours. I mean, they they beat a good enough good teams that you you couldn't go well. Okay, they don't belong here because they did. I mean, I didn't have a problem with that, and I enjoyed watching them get hammered. By the way. Well, that's the thing. When and remember last year, everybody was betting on Alabama. Everybody was saying Alabama was going to do it. Well, on late here, I told everybody Clemson. They called me crazy. Yeah. But they they didn't match up very well. I agree. It was, that, it was that simple, and they they got they got well whooped. <laughs> I guess would I don't awesome. know if there's any other word for it. Um, Creamed. This year, though, <laughs> like I think they they got, it happened to him like Lou likes his corn. Creamed. Yeah, I don't know what's ah. going to happen this year because uh, I think there's a lot more balance in the NCAA again this year than there was last. I think it'll be a lot more like basketball was, where it's not there's no clear cut. These guys are just going to crush everybody yeah. and win. Yeah, I agree with that because I think. Uh, this year, you're going to see some teams. I mean, Oklahoma's going to have a good team this year. There's going to be – There's going to be – yeah, Georgia's going to be good. So, it's going to be fun. Ohio, Ohio State always hangs around. You can never rule out the Notre Dames of the world, even if you, I don't particularly care for them much. But um, And then there's always a sleeper or two that come out of nowhere and – I don't care. I'd just be happy that it's on TV and there's something to watch. Cause yeah, man, don't, have to, watch don't, have, don't have to pretend like baseball's interesting anymore. But uh, to carry on with the NCAA, uh, the Hawaii-Arizona game was a shootout of epic proportions. The kind of football game, if you like scoring, you're, you're all for it. And how about I that? Do. How about that old McDonald, at quarterback for Hawaii? <laughs> Lou, did you have to catch any of that? Not the second game, no, but the uh, Miami-Florida game, yes. The guys, the, the Hawaii quarterback is a transfer from, I can't remember where, and his name is Cole McDonald. But the announcers were, were like, they were calling him right. Old McDonald, and I was just dying during the telecast. It was, oh, Old McDonald back to pass. It just sounded ridiculous. But he... Uh, yeah, got I'm sure he's heard that before. Oh, I would imagine so by this point. Um, he did well, though, and they, and, and they were 11.5-point uh, underdogs, and they won by, well, I can't remember what the score was, a touchdown, I believe. So good to get on them. So both, uh, both the first two games, uh, didn't nobody covered the spread, was not credited. Yeah, it's always fun to see the spreads at the beginning of the year compared to the end because normally by the end of the year, they've got them figured out. But at the beginning of the year, it's still kind of kind of up in the air. Yeah. 
Well, there's a lot of. Pro- I mean, you think of the amount of college, of uh, Division One college football teams there are. Oh, and how many? So there's a lot. So there's that, you know, and then there's 40, 50 some guys on each Burn team. seventeen. You know, even uh, even the, the experts can't have a real good read on everybody. It's just not possible. And then you've got guys who, you know, like I said, you know, there's always those guys who, oh, I didn't know he was going to be as good as he was, and or they put them all together, and somehow as a unit they're great. Because I mean, everybody had Florida beating the living daylights out of Miami, and Miami should have oh, won yeah. that game. Yeah, everybody was betting on uh, Ford on that one. Well, if you bet on him and you and against the spread, you lost your money. <laughs> uh huh. Because they, they did not cover. What was the spread on that game? Seven and a half, I believe. Hmm. And they only won by uh, four points, and they and they shouldn't have. They they Miami blew it. Not, Miami would have had a. Experienced quarterback, they'd have won that game. You know, seven and a half points. It kind of seems like uh, that would have been a, a bet that you would take. Oh, they're only giving up seven and a half. They're ranked number eight. Miami's unranked. Supposed to be shit. Kind of seems like a, a bet you would take. I bet Vegas made a lot of money on that game last night. I wonder what the yeah, game. but you bet you lost. Uh, yeah, but Vegas didn't. Yeah, Vegas was yeah, quite well, happy. Yeah, Vegas Although they paid out, uh, well, I don't know how many people would have bet on Hawaii last night. Probably not not many, I would imagine. Nah. I mean, Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, and we finally found out why they're called the Rainbow Warriors. Tim, you did a little research on that. Yeah, that, that is... Explain that. It was interesting that uh, they – I can't remember who was it. They they defeated Oregon, I believe it was, in an upset. Yes. And there was a, and there was a rainbow over the stadium back in the 20s. And that's where the name uh-huh. came from. The, the, the theory being if there's a rainbow during the game, the Hawaii doesn't lose. Yeah. I wonder, but I I wonder if anybody's kept know, track of that. <laughs> but I don't think anybody takes the Hawaii football team seriously because they never really do well. No, they're they sometimes they hang around at the bottom of the top twenty-five. Every once in a while, you'll see them, you know, twenty-three, twenty-four. Every once in a blue moon, and they yeah. always have, and they always have the stupid. Uh, I don't know what it's called these days, but it used to be the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve. But I guess last year they yeah. didn't, they didn't have it at Christmas Eve last year. It was a couple of days before, I believe. Um, right. Hawaii, but, uh, Hawaii at Christmas, boy, that'd be a shame, wouldn't it? Well, even yeah. even even yesterday's game, there was nobody there because the time. I mean, it was. I don't know how late it was when that game started, 10:30. but it was. Yeah, but what time was it in Hawaii? Uh, five thirty. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of a strange time to, you know, it's not one or two in the afternoon, and it's not seven o'clock at night. There was barely anybody there, anyway. Yeah, because right now it's 8.43 on the East Coast in Hawaii. It's 2.43 at the time, as we talk well, right now. It wasn't much of a crowd, that's for sure. Well, let's be well, honest yeah, here. I mean, anyway. how big of a crowd are you going to get in Hawaii? You're in friggin' Hawaii. The last thing yeah. you're thinking about football. Well, you got know, I mean, the bigger, I mean, they had a good, they have a gigantic stadium. The Hallowa Stadium yeah. is plenty big. It's used for hula dancing. 
must be well. There's probably a lot better things to do in Hawaii. I guess is probably the case. Well, I mean, tides up, surfing, beach. I mean, I don't know how many people. Uh, Luau's. How many yeah. people live in Hawaii? Population of Hawaii is. Yeah, I mean, it's only 1.4 million. I mean, it's not even. I mean, it's a good-sized city for the entire place. <laughs> I mean, it's not that big. Well, I mean, it's a bunch of islands, too, so... Yeah, so there, you'll throw that in there. I was Only 1.4 uh, million people? Wow. That's what it says. I thought Alaska was a small population. Hmm. Everybody, is, everybody says it's too cold up there, but Tim would love it. Yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be just fine there. Imagine playing football in that. That's best football weather, man. When it's cold. Not really. At least cold, in my opinion. At least in my opinion. Cold, but, uh, but but if but it's no, too not, hot, not, yeah. Not, not like blue balls cold, but like you know, like, like 70, seventy degrees Fahrenheit. It's plenty warm. Nah. It's about forty. Forty degrees. Oh, That's perfect. God, no, 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 no. You're nuts. Yeah. Your mind Watch, has been baked. Your 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 mind has been baked in the West Virginia sun, my friend. Has it though? Yeah. I mean, my my mind is frozen up here in the tundra. Yours has been baked in the West Virginia sun. And Lou, well, in New Jersey, it could be a lot of things. Talk Either or. Yeah, could be both there, I suppose. So. Could be that uh, Tom Robinson guy in it. <laughs> I need tomorrow's coat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so, don't get me started on that coat. Well, when you talk about football, though, especially with the NFL, how many more years is Tom Brady going to play? He's like the exact opposite. As goddamn many as he wants to. Until he doesn't want to play. Give him two. Well, he's got what? He's got this year, and then he signed a what? A two-year, uh, a two-year deal with a one more year and, a, and an option, I believe. So, I'm gonna guess that that's the extent he's looking at. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna go one in two years. See, he's never ever been. Uh, uh, he's never been hurt bad. Like he got hurt, but never, but never. Well, I looked up his stats when I was looking up Luck stats. He's been sacked. Uh, 539 times, but in 310, but in 310 games, so he has he's been sacked less than Andrew Luck. But that's a lot over. Uh, but he didn't get sacked barely at all uh, last year, which was surprising. Mm. They've been, I mean, they look after him. I mean, they have a lot, and they they try to protect him, and they give him plays where he doesn't stand in the pocket for a half an hour. He never runs, or very rarely does he ever run. You know, he. He gets rid of it and gets out of there. So you can't argue with success. I mean, it's whether you love him or no, hate him. No, you can't. You know, he gets it. He get it done. I mean, say what you want, but you know, a lot of guys. Oh well, he's really not that great a quarterback. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, he got six things on his fingers there that says otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. And that's about well. It's about the only thing that really matters. Lou, has Tom Brady, Lou, Lou, has Tom Brady Lou, ruined your life? Is that what's going on? 
He was going with Ryan and everybody else was a Jet fan. So, uh, yeah. Are you a, are you a, I mean, I know you're you're a, a New Yorker guy. Are you a Jets fan or a Giants fan? Jets. Okay, well, I can live with that. I mean, I, anybody who cheers for the Giants, I just, I don't know about. Yeah. Now, the Jets, yeah. mind you, being a Jets fan has also been pretty painful for a lot of years. Yeah. Miss, old, miss Chad Pennington, don't you, Lou? Yes, I do. He probably missed. I miss Sanchez as well. No, Lou, now, now, come on. You missed Joe Namath, maybe. Mm, I was not. I was just an idea when he was um, at the top of the Jets game. But I mean, uh, historically speaking, I mean, he's probably the last. Historically speaking, yes. He's probably the last guy they had that was really. And mind you, really, to be honest, he didn't really have that much of a career either. Well, about I'm talking the quarterback wise. I mean, yeah, they've had some good players, sure. I'm, I'm talking the uh, Curtis, my favorite Martin. Right. Always like. Oh, him. I get it. I get it. You never heard that Berman joke? That was an old Chris Berman joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, it's almost like you come on here just to, just to make us feel bad for some of the teams you root for. <laughs> Don't be um, discharged. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to guess with the Jets that it's it's just ownership and on down from there because there's no reason why they should be as bad as they've been. No, they shouldn't. And and I've never figured out why uh, they're unable to. You know, I always make the joke that, you know, every year it's, well, the New York Jets have signed a new quarterback, and he's the guy this year. We're finally going to, you know, crawl out of the out of the desert and get it done, and it, but it never <laughs> seems to happen. Out of the frying pan and into the fire is the New well, York I mean, Jets. And you're looking yeah. at it again this year because now aren't they they're pending their hopes on, on Darnold, who I don't know. I'm not you sold know, on him yet. Not sold on him, but I've got more faith in Darnold than most of the guys that they've had in the past. Like Sam Darnold, I can at least go, okay, I see, I see it, I see why. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, yeah, he he doesn't totally suck or anything. Don't get me wrong. No, back. no. Yeah, no. I mean, and he's and he's not playing with anything either. So you got to give him a bit of. You, know, you got to cut him some slack because yeah, I mean, his, when here, the best but, guy he can throw to is Robbie Anderson, I mean, that's kind of a. Uh, Bless his heart. Well, the, let's let's see if, if if Bell plays any good for them or not. That should change that team. Well, they got Sam Darnold right now. Let Lou, you ready to go back in time and look at the Jets starting quarterbacks? It's gonna yeah. hurt. It's gonna hurt. <laughs> I can we apologize it. ahead of time, but here we go. Uh, Bryce Petty, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, oh, the pain. Uh, G- <laughs> a guy from my neck of the woods, Geno Smith. Ouch. Greg McElroy. Jeez, I don't, even, I don't even know that, man. The king of the butt fumble, Mark Sanchez. Uh-huh. Brett Favre. Okay. okay. But in, 
Yeah, I mean, he's Brett Favre, but still. Hurt was Brett, it was hurt Brett Favre. It was Dick yeah, it wasn't that great. For the, wasn't that great for the Jets, but, but he was Brett Favre at least. Kellen Clemens. Yes. Uh, ah, new, old new to arm himself, Chad Pennington. Right. So, man, oh, man. Let's see here. Who else we got? Uh, There's got to be some Brooke, bigger names than that. Brooke Bollinger, Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> Quincy Carter. A lot of Vinny Testaverde in here. Ray Lucas. Uh-huh. Rick M- Glenn Foley. Neil O'Donnell. Frank Reich. Bubby Brister. Oh, God. Boot Assassin. The worst Jack- part, though, is that some of those guys yeah. were half decent at one time, but when they played for the they Jets, were. it was after the fact. For most of them. Uh, Jack Trudeau? Jack Trudeau? Something Trudeau. like that. Jack Trudeau. Browning Nagel? Oh, Ken, O'Brien. Ken O'Brien. Ken O'Brien was okay. Okay. Good Ken O'Brien Tony right. Eason, Pat Ryan, Kyle Mackey, David Norrie. A lot of a lot of Ken O'Brien here. Uh, Richard Todd, Matt Robinson, and then yeah, and you get back. back now. You're back to Joe. You're back Joe. to Namath era by that point. Yeah, we're back to Joe Namath now. Mhm. So there you go. Not exactly a, a Hall of Fame list. Uh, a lot of who's who of uh, no of uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why they. And it, it sort of makes you wonder now, with all those names, who were they? Especially bringing in all these guys who had already played somewhere else. Like France, Frank Wright played for Buffalo. I mean, Boomer Sison long ago played for the Bengals. Um, Neil O'Donnell played for the Steelers. Testaverde played all over the place before he came to uh, New York. Brett Favre, Mark Sanchez, all those guys all played somewhere else. Geno Smith, I want to say, wasn't he drafted by the Seahawks? No, Jets drafted him. No, he plays for the Seahawks now, sorry. Um, Gino, Gino was drafted by the Jets, and I actually think they drafted uh, Sanchez, too. Good Lord. Yeah, well, he was a pretty uh-huh. big name coming out of, um, uh, where did he play? USC, I think. Somewhere on the West Coast, anyway. It was USC. Think about this. Think about this. USC quarterbacks that came to the NFL. Can you name one that's been worth a shit outside of Carson Palmer? Uh-huh. Uh, no, I can give you a use one from UCLA, but... I don't. I don't do shit for me. I'm talking but, USC. Not, not off the top of my head. Uh, Here's some of them. All right, Carson Palmer is clearly the best. Okay. Matt Liner. <laughs> Matt Liner didn't do shit. Sam Darnold. Okay, jury's still out. Here's some more for you. Matt Barkley. Rodney Pete. Mark Sanchez. Cody Kessler. Pat Hayden, Rob Johnson, Paul McDonald, Todd Marinovich, Vince Evans, 
John David Booty, Troy Winslow, Steve Sogi, Sean Salisbury, Rob Hurdle, Pete Berthard, Brad Auten, Mike Ray. So, yes, I mean, Mike Van Rappaport. Seriously, they've had one good quarterback in their history come to the NFL. That was Carson Paul. One. One. They're the Gonzaga. Uh, well, I, I always, I mean, I'll still maintain that West Coast college football is severely overrated. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, you're forever hearing about USC and UCLA and Oregon and Washington until they have to play somebody from the East, and then they get hammered almost always. Uh, I, I don't know if it's Oregon went to. Look at all those national title games Oregon went to, and look at how many times they got just absolutely destroyed by some mm. SEC squad. I mean, it was every year, and it wouldn't even be close. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I guess maybe they're – I mean, because, I mean, USC did win a – Couple of national titles. They did. I'm not saying that they were a bad college team because they weren't. And they had but, the they never, they but they've never won them in the in the modern era or in the playoff era. They always won yeah. it when it was uh, you know okay well we're 12 and 0 and so yeah we're we're ranked number we're, one so we're the national champion yeah so we're the national champion they've never done it uh, the other way. No. Mm-hmm. no. So, I mean, you remember the Notre Dame game where Reggie Bush had to put Mash Line, push Matt Leiner into the end zone? Mind you, I mean, a person a person could say they would be a lot like the uh, Florida team when uh, Tim Tebow played for them. I mean, in the college game, he was unbelievable and just didn't. Mind you, I still don't think he got a fair shot in the pros. I don't care what anybody says. He's, just, he's got okay. to be the only guy who took a team to a playoff game and won it and got cut. That defense won that game. He was still yeah. – he still had to get – they still scored enough points to beat him, and he had to do it. Okay. Nah. An offense that was – he reminds me a lot of Colin Kaepernick. Except maybe not as good a thrower as Kaepernick is. But, you know, in the right system – Tebow was – it was his form – he played with a very good defense that kept the score low. Tebow always had to come back and win, so the other team was in prevent defense, which opened up holes for him to complete little dink underneath passes. Now, my thing with Tebow is he was a great he was a great player, but he wasn't a great quarterback. He was a great college quarterback because the system the system catered to him. But, like, you could have probably put me in that Denver team, and I would have led them to a playoff win. Because that oh, defense was Nate, scary. Nate Bush. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Nate Bush, you've eaten too much Chick-fil-A, sir. You have gone local. It's Sunday. <laughs> They're not even open. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's You're still high from yesterday's Chick-fil-A. Shit, I wish. Somebody did bring Chick-fil-A nuggets to the draft party. I only got four of them, those fat fucks. I'm, I'm right there with you because we don't even have one here, and I'm just dying to try Chick-fil-A. Neither do I. Well, yeah, well that's, that's something we have, so. Well, anyway, 
But yeah, Tim Tebow, eh, never did much for me. Oh, I'm not saying he was going to be the Dan Marino or Brent Favre or anything, but I think he could have been a serviceable. At very least, he could have been a serviceable backup. Well, him and Marino, really. him and Marino won the same number of titles. So, are you are you throwing some shade on Dan Marino? Where did Dan Marino go to college? I don't know. Miami. No, Pittsburgh. Well, what's that got to do with anything? Yeah. Eat shit. Oh, oh! I forgot your un, your, your unnatural hatred of all things Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's, except the Penguins. Why is that? I'm from West Virginia, Lou. Oh, well, of course, the backyard brawl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's not them. really. I mean, it's I nobody's. It's nobody's fault that West Virginia sports, such as they are, for the most part, suck ass. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to be a jerk when I say it. I mean, unfortunately, there's not a big, you know, it's not a big population draw there, and the universities don't get the first picks for a lot of the, you know, unless you get some local guys right. who stay home. You know, nobody's, uh, I, well, and I'm not, there again, I'm not throwing shade at West Virginia, but I have never heard anybody from the, uh, High school go, you know, I just can't wait to go to uh, play in West Virginia. It's been dying uh, on my life. I grew up in L.A., and I just can't wait to go to them hollers and give me some shine. Well, I will say this. West Virginia should have, should have played for and won the, back, the backyard brawl in 2007. Huh. Um, and if they would have won that game, they would have played for a national title. Well, it seems to me, was it not not last year? And not the year, it might have been the year before that. They should have got into the, they had a chance to get into the final and shot themselves in the foot, from what I recall. They do that a lot. They, they're kind of known for that. Um, I can't remember. They were playing somebody that they should have beat, and they didn't. And then they they went to pot right after that. Oh, I, I can't remember who it was though. I think it wasn't. It wasn't last year. Last year they weren't very good. It was the year before. Yeah. Nothing surprising with that team. If they can, they they will find the best ways to lose. I mean, they're actually fantastic at losing. They're very talented at losing. <laughs> no, mate. That's just what a such, shame. Neg- such negativity. I mean, it's the truth. Well, could be, but... Sad it is. Such as it is. It was nine you, years you, years didn't, you guys didn't sit here. You guys didn't sit here and watch... West Virginia, who was ranked number two in the nation, okay, number two team in the nation. They were playing Pittsburgh in the one hundred, the one hundred backyard brawl. Pittsburgh was four and seven. Oh uh, yeah, West, yeah. West Virginia was a twenty-eight and a half point favorite. And they were playing at home in Morgantown in the last game of the season. All they had to do was win that game, and they were in the national championship game, and they were going to stomp Ohio State. But yet they lose, thirteen to nine. Would you, could you, 
What year was this? 2007. 2007. And to quote, here's what Owen Schmidt said to a reporter after the game. And then you get to the to the fucking last game of the season and blow it against the shittiest fucking team in the fucking world. That's a direct quote. Yeah, I get it. It's pretty pretty bizarre to uh, to lose to Pitt and then mm-hmm. play play Oklahoma in the Bolt Fiesta Bowl. And beat, and beat the them. shit out and, of them. And beat them by 20 points. <laughs> they beat the shit out of Oklahoma. Yeah, that's, that's just, you sort of got to wonder what. Okay, what happened in this pit game? Was the weather bad? Or what, it was really what, cold. What went on that, uh, I'm looking at the scores from that year, and every game they, they were like 30, 40, 60 point games. And then suddenly they can only put nine up on the board. Pat White was the quarterback, and he had gotten uh, hurt in the game. It was freezing cold. I know that. It was, like, freezing cold that day. And Pat White was hurt, and um, Pat McAfee missed kicks. And it was just – what could go wrong did go wrong. And a lot of people – that was actually the last game Rich Rodriguez coached for West Virginia. And a lot of people swear up and down Rich Rodriguez threw that game. Mm-hmm. It was the hundredth meeting of Pitt and West Virginia. Yeah. You're just mad because Pitt leads the all-time series sixty-one to forty. That's why you're. <laughs> that's why you're mad. You guys, they just got the better of you on more occasions than you want to. God, they had Dan Marino. They should have. Yeah. <laughs> 2009 Backyard Brawl was the most watched game in the history of ESPN. God damn. Wow. That's what it says here. That's what it says here, anyway. Hmm. I did not know that. Take that for what it's worth. But uh, I'm just trying to see if there's something about the game that. If you ever get a chance, watch highlights of that game. game. Who, Who played in the final that year? LSU and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And LSU won, I take it. Oh, they beat the piss out of Ohio State. That was when they Thanks had. Uh, who was their quarterback that year? He's the NFL boy now, I think. Um, was that um? Oh, drawing a blank. Not. Damn, he did Wasn't he the guy that ended up being a receiver? Terrell Pryor. Was that, was that him? Pryor? I don't, I don't know. 2000 and, that would have been the 2008 championship game, right? Mm, yes. No, I think it was in 2007. Well, no, because the final's in January, so it's technically oh, okay. 2008. Well, yeah. okay. Taggers 38, right. Buckeyes 24. Um... Statistics, LSU. LSU's quarterback that day was Matt Flynn. <laughs> Boy, uh, there's a name. 
who really the man was that, only didn't really play that well. Nineteen to twenty-seven for one hundred and seventy-four yards, but four didn't touchdowns. Didn't have to play well. He was playing well. Ohio State. But yeah. See, they had uh, Jacob Hester as a running back. That's a name you should know. Yeah, I knew that name. Uh, other than that, I don't. Nobody here his name that I really like. The Ohio State quarterback was Todd Beckman. Well, I do not know. But here's a name you do know, Nate. Game record. Oh, that wasn't in that game. 2008. James Laurinaitis. Ah, son of Road Warrior Animal. Most tackles in one, individual tackles in one game. 18 tackles. He was a beast. Versus LSU that day. Interesting. Uh, and he, he is now a Big Ten analyst after he retired from the NFL. Yeah, he was. He, he came in with a lot of fanfare, but just never, never quite got it going in the NFL. Oh, here you go. January first, twenty twelve. Matt Flynn started the final game of the season against the Detroit Lions. He threw for four hundred and eighty yards and six touchdowns in a forty five forty one victory, both of which set single game Packers record. Good lord. So Matt Flynn holds the record for most passing yards and most passing touchdowns in a single game against the Packers, or for the Packers. And yet, and yet couldn't play there because of what? Barb, Aaron Rodgers slash, Barb slash well, Rogers. Remember, never play there. remember this. Matt Flynn not only left the Packers after that, he got paid big time up in uh, Seattle. Seattle paid him a huge sum of money. And he came into Seattle, and everyone expected him to be the job. He lost the job in camp to a guy named Russell Wilson. Well, he went back to uh, – he ended up in back in Green Bay for a while. He was in Oakland there for a minute, too. You know, his, his total career stats, he's only thrown 357 passes in his entire career. He was basically a perennial backup everywhere he went. He's only started seven games in his career. But yet he holds the single-game record for most passing touchdowns and most passing yards for the Green Bay Packers. He had one one really good game. Not Brett Favre, not Bart Starr, not Aaron Rodgers, Matt Flynn. That's the one you tell your kids about. That's the only thing he can tell his kids about, really. Yeah, he never never did much. And, but, you know, he's probably another guy that if you looked up his uh, career earnings, you'd probably have a heart attack. Not really, because I know he got paid big time whenever he went to Seattle. Oh, but, I mean, as far as compared to what he ended up doing on the field. He'd probably go yeah, like I mean, I'm sure, made, I'm sure he made a shit pile of money. How does a guy who only started seven games in his life make that kind of money? Let's see here. Earnings nineteen million dollars. Not as much as I would have thought. Oh wait a minute! No, no, no. no. Matt Flynn with nineteen million career earnings says latest quarterback contract is unbelievable. Former LSU quarterback Matt Flynn knows a thing or two about big money contracts. He signed one in twenty twelve with the Seahawks for. Three years, twenty six million. So he never, he, he, never got the, he never got the money though. 
Yeah, he just he made only, 19 million. No, he didn't get that. He's yeah, he's only made 19 million for his entire career. He didn't get that. Uh, he was only in Seattle for a year. He only got eight million out of Seattle. He got paid two million and six million, and then was gone the next year. Was in Oakland. Mm-hmm. He got six and yeah. a half million dollars out of Oakland. <laughs> oh, those fools yeah. in Oakland. Boy, can oh, Oakland screw it up or can they screw it up? Good Lord. They can you screw just, it up. They are something else. And I uh, I know everybody, I keep reading about, ah, we're 3-0 in the preseason. Big yeah. deal. Congratulations. Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> give it time to grow and to fester. Oh, we give the uh, cat ass what you do in the preseason. Uh, t- teams that, fans from teams that know, they're really not very good, but want to hang their hat on something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, there's no, the Raiders are going to get killed in the, in the regular season. They'll be oh, lucky yeah. if they get, they'll be lucky if they get five wins. If that. If that. Yeah, if that. I don't know who they have to play against, what their schedule looks like this year, but I'm going to find out because I can't see them uh, Doing very well. No. Let's see here. We've got the Raiders at the Broncos. Uh, I don't know how good Denver really is, to be honest. That's a possibility for a win there. They, I mean, yeah, they could they win that game. The, then they got the Chiefs. They ain't winning that. Uh, the Vikings. They ain't winning that. At least uh, the, Jimmy G had a better game last night. Oof. They got the Colts after that, so that's a possibility. Uh, the Bears probably aren't winning that. Nah, Bears. Uh, in Green Bay. The Bears. Probably not winning that. Uh, the Texans, boy, the Texans, talk about they've just got no luck. Cause I don't know what they're going to be this year. You guys get I think hurt they're going to be good. Right? Uh, Detroit. Their backup is Duke Johnson. He's a serviceable back. Still got Deshaun Watson. Still got DeAndre Hopkins. Still got that uh, Will Fuller. I think they're going to be good. I do. Losing losing Lamar Miller doesn't hurt them that much. The Texans are the unfortunately are the Texans. And I don't know what it is. There's another one of those franchises that every time you think they're going to be good, they end up not being that good. I don't think they're going to be like Super Bowl champions or anything, but I think they're going to be good. That's a that's a stretch. Mind you. I keep reading on even on sites like the Athletic where they've got the bloody Dallas Cowboys ranked in the top ten and like in what universe? And I'd I'm like to Cowboys. have some of the stuff they're smoking. Bizarro world. Yeah, and I'm a Cowboys fan, and I'm still going. In what universe are the Cowboys ranked in the top ten? Are you guys insane? Like there's just it's no way. Now, gentlemen, I will return momentarily. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Oh, well, Lou and I can carry side. on. We, oh, there you have, uh, you're just dusting the wind. Right. There we go. There we yeah. go. Yeah. In what universe? Simple, the bizarro world. So uh, so then, from where you're at, Lou, who, who do you go for in a college game? Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but I am an Notre Dame fan. Oh, no, I mean, you're not really a Notre Dame fan. That's, I'm okay with that. I just... I just okay. never got. I just never got all that. I never bought into the hype. But 
But, uh, I mean, if you want to be a Notre Dame, uh, that's what You mean with all the preseason polls and all that stuff? Yeah. It's all, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Notre Dame gets a lot of right, love of because course, they're a Catholic school. And there's a lot of Catholics. I am in Catholic. The world. Yeah, there's a lot of Catholics in the world. So they get a lot of press every year yeah. because they are who they are. And that's, I'm okay with that. I just don't know that they. I just don't know that it's. Uh, are they ever going to join a conference, though? I I would think at some point they're going to have to. Mm-hmm. They're slowly squeezing them, I think. And although I don't know, let's uh, let's have a look. What is their schedule like? Who do they actually like? That's the one thing is it does free them up to play whoever they want to, whoever they can fit into the schedule. They can play against. Yeah. They're not beholden to. Uh, what conference is Notre Dame in? Well, they're not in the one. They're not. They they're in. They're indie. Yeah. Where do they, I wonder where they have them on here? They must have them at the. They're in. They're independent. Oh, independent. Okay. Yes. Notre Dame schedule. Let's have a look at who they'd be playing this year. Um. Okay. They've got at Louisville. At home to New Mexico, at Georgia, big big team. Uh, Virginia, Bowling Green, USC, Michigan, Virginia Tech, Duke, Navy, Boston College, and Stanford. So they well, stayed away against Michigan. So they stayed away from. Uh, well, I guess they're playing Georgia, so they got one from over there. They kind of stayed. Well, they mixed it up pretty good, actually. Well, I yeah. can tell right now, two losses they're going to have, and it's going to be, of course, um, Georgia. And Michigan. Well, see now Michigan. I'm a Michigan fan, but they're another one where I don't know if they're as good as. You know, they're another team because they're Michigan. They get a lot of. And they are rivals. Yeah, they don't like each other, so that that's always. I mean, it's usually a pretty good game, but I don't know that uh, Michigan is a deserved of uh, a seven seed or a seven spot. No. I don't think they're that good. But, I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think they're that good. The only um, team they can't stand more is their in-state rival, Michigan State. Oh, I hate Michigan State in all things. I mean, Michigan, hates, Michigan hates Michigan State, period. Yeah, but, That but rivalry is vicious. Yeah, that's a nasty one. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know that uh, off the top of my head, I am sure there probably are lots of other ones that are nasty. But that one gets pretty Oh, ugly. not as nasty as that. I that mean, they want to pee on each other. I mean, I would think maybe the only one that really comes to mind is maybe Army-Navy. That, too. But at least they – well, no, I mean, they respect each other. I mean, that's just a rivalry and stuff. But, you know, off the field, I think they kind of respect each other. Now, I wonder what that one was like 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> Harvard, and Yale, Harvard and Yale. They don't like each other either. Yeah, there was a time. I know that's uh, not the same division, but still. No, but yeah, but for rivalries, it doesn't. The teams don't even have to be any good for rivalries. I mean, they just no, don't. But, uh, yeah, but Army I Navy, mean, that's you know, that's bitter. I mean, that's like uh, Yankees Mets, that sort of thing. Yeah, more so Yankees, uh, Yankees, uh, Dead Sox. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's taking it, but that's because they're both good. The Yankees and the Mets yeah. don't like each other just because they're both in New no. York. And, of Mets. course, you got the uh, probably the oldest rivalry in baseball. It's got to be close. 
Well, but, but the oldest rivalry is, I think, uh, the Pirates and the Reds. That could be. I, my, my Major League Baseball, uh, yeah, I, I would have to bow to your expertise on that because I don't know. I mean, they played back in the, back in the 19th century. Yeah, they've been around that that long, eh? I guess yeah, so. that was before the, but remember that was before they even had an American League. It was only a few scattered teams uh, in the East and Midwest back then. Yeah, so there might be well the college thing. Harvard Yale must go back a long way. Oh yeah. I mean maybe not in football, but well actually probably in football, but I imagine what if they would be big at rowing. Well, I mean, that was the big sport. I mean, that would be the thing that they right. probably probably hate each other the most for. Yeah, they probably hate each other with an oar. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. The Harvard-Yale football rivalry goes back to – oh, geez. I don't know, Lou. Their first meeting was in 1875. Yeah, that was B.C. back then, too. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. So what, 120, 144 years? Mm-hmm. Well, wow. actually, it was a redone because actually they played back in the Stone Age. Back in the Stone Age? Yeah. Before uh, before uh, the Internet, you're, you're talking. Yeah, well, they used, they used rocks and boulders back then at the, instead of the balls. I mean, it was part of they, America. They played with a real inflatable pigskin back then, I believe. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not joking. I'm pretty sure that's actually. It was brutal. Ugh. You remember it? Like you're talking like you were there. I was there. Oh, and you were there probably I mean... too. I mean, I remember, but you were there. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not. I'm old, but I didn't know I was that old. But uh, maybe another me was there, possibly. Right. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I, I think I'm older than you. I, well, I won't say that, but I think well, I'm older. Well, don't than forget. Eli, so. Don't forget in the reincarnate life. I mean, you know, this is the modern you. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This would have to be like a. This would have to be. You know, probably that would be two generations ago. Me, probably. Right. Because I. No, the modern you is right now, but the original you back in the Stone Age. You know, all of us. We're just the modern you right now. If you subscribe to that theory, I suppose, and there's no proof to prove one way or the other. Nope. Nope. Just like all those things. Mm-hmm. Boy, Nate, Nate Bush must have uh, went to go to the bathroom and fallen in or something. Oh, dear. But he didn't return. Well, he's been gone for quite a while. Now well, we don't need him. Yeah. How, do you, how do you feel about your... Let's, let's switch gears a little bit. How do you feel about your New Jersey Devils this year? Well... You like what they're if doing? Got, or? Well, it's a little bit too soon to tell, but if Jack Hughes does live up to the hype, which everybody's making a big fuss over, yeah, the Devils could have a good season. Or he could be a bust. Now, well, they got him. I mean, in case, Subban makes the Devils Subban. better. Ah, but you hear the big news? Yeah, well, she might ruin him. Why? Why is that? I can't stand her. I like her. Oh, oh, I like to look at her, but uh, I, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. She strikes me as a gold digger. Oh, uh, you mean she's going for the money? Well, 
I hope not. I, I hope it's something you know, for the both of them. I hope it's not the case, but you got to yeah. wonder. Uh, her track record is a little shaky for me, but yeah. mm. sort of like, they don't they don't get together for the same reason regular folks do. They don't. No, they, they don't. You know, you know, they can get together, and if it don't work out, well, they just move on, and there's somebody else waiting, they, and they're not worried about financial security or any of those things. They, in that well, don't world. forget, Lindsay's retired now, so. Yeah, I don't know how much money she would really have either. I mean, relative to, uh, I don't know what that, you know, being in the Olympics and all that don't pay a whole lot. I don't know what you would win on the ski circuit. I'm not sure what kind of money's. Well, since they went pro, I think they do make. I think they do make. Uh, you know, a lot more than we than we think. Yeah, I'm sure she's got. I mean, I'm sure she's not. Uh, she isn't married because she. This year says she's worth six million. So she ain't. I mean, not. I mean, in the celebrity world, that's nothing. But for us regular Joes, that's. That's something. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, in. And I don't know, PK's made enough. Uh, he's made a fairly good living so far. and uh, A former Yahoo knows too. A what's that? He was a former member of the Nashville Yahoos. Who are the Nashville Yahoos? You, uh, they call, everybody else calls them the Predators. I call them the Yahoos. Oh, okay. Yeah. He that's, didn't my really little, want, that's my little joke. He didn't really want to go there. He He, he got... He got uh, sideswiped with that move. That really yeah. was not. That was not his. His old team kind of took a big uh, dump on him there. To be honest, I think he would have stayed in Nashville. He would have won the cup. Well, I guess he's kind of a like he's a good. He's a he's a really good player, but I guess he's kind of a high school, very uh, outgoing kind of guy, and, he, and some of the guys don't like that. My apologies, gentlemen, for that. Well, why well, would they like that? You think you think you want a guy like that? You would think so too, but apparently yeah. he rubs a lot of he rubs a lot of people wrong. Apparently, especially the older guys, and I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you, who, who, you go figure, right? You would think you know if I played on the professional sports team, I don't care what you do when we're not playing. As long as we're winning, I could give yeah. you what's going on. Where's my check? And did we win? <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't the only guys are setting their ways, so you know. Well, they got all this. There's all this unwritten rule nonsense that you know. Well, that's just not what you do, and a real professional doesn't do that. Because he liked to. He liked the nightlife. He liked to go out and all that stuff. Maybe that'll stop now that he's getting married. But yeah. Well, they said the same thing with Derek Jeter. You know, back in the Yankees nineties, uh, like you know. I mean, George was like. Is it true that you're going out three nights, uh, dancing two nights with your friends and whatnot? Like, uh, then how do you do it all? Like, oh. Well, I mean, I guess he, in his he showed case, the credit he, card. he could at least say that uh, it didn't affect his on-field performance very much. <laughs> and then they show, and then he shows him the credit card after, like, oh. Hey, I mean, Derek Jeter, I don't, I shudder to think how much money he made in his career. Yeah. Unfortunately, he does not do well as an owner. Oh, boy. Well, a lot of them don't. No, I mean, the Marlins, I mean, the Marlins just completely suck. wonder if they make money, though. Very little. I guess it depends on I would say they make a buck fifty a game. <laughs> it depends on Derek how much Jeter, 
Derek Jeter just on salary um, earned throughout his career, including endorsement partners like Nike's, Jordan Brand, Gatorade, Rawlings, Steiner Sports, and Movado, made $269 million. Yeah, okay, got but his, without endorsements, how much is that? They've got his net worth here at $185 million, So, yeah. So I'm going to guess he that's made after. Like a, he made like $130 million off of... Uh, yeah, he, he, he did do well, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, how much baseball. He, how much of the team does he actually own, though? He's only a part owner of the Marlins. Yeah. Baseball is the wrong All parts are bad. Into an like the worst idea to try to buy yeah, in and he, own a baseball He, he owns team. part of the Marlins, and he has no, um, as it says here, he doesn't own enough to have any say on anything that happens. He just owns no. part of the team. So. He either makes money or loses money based on what somebody else does. And the other guy. Uh, I don't really like those, those odds. odds. Well, it depends on how much money you got in there, I guess, to be honest. I mean, if you still got $185 million and you can afford to let that $60 million or whatever it is uh, work for you there, maybe it's not that bad a deal, but... Yeah, when you have the team, when you have a uh, franchise that completely just sucks. I mean, you know, it's all it's all wasted. So well, ladies and gentlemen, we we are joined. Don't care about that. We are joined by the great Jeff. Well, Jeff finally made his way out of the closet and oh. got out of the phone. Hey guys, it's been a while. Hey Jeff, how's it going, dude? Oh, oh there. pretty good. Been watching a little baseball today, a little golf. Well, we're sorry yeah, about the baseball. But. Yeah. I did watch yeah. the golf. I enjoyed the golf. Uh, the Big I, Mac did it. Did anybody watched, else die uh, today at the golf course? Nobody died. No. Yet. Just six, six injuries, died. but that was, that was rather hurt. frightening to see. They were lucky, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was interesting yeah. to watch Brooks Kepka self-destruct. Yeah, normally yeah. the other way around. Yeah, it was kind of a roar. What do you I mean, make of Kapka anyway? I don't know if he's an arrogant SOB or not. I'm not really sure. I like him as a golfer. I mean, he's a good golfer. I don't know. I mean, some people have said he's very standoffish. A jackass? That just, that just, no, just that he's very quiet and standoffish and doesn't really hang out with anybody okay. else. But Yeah, but that might just be because he's in the zone. You know, I don't know. I mean, there's yeah, because I think he's even more arrogant than Tiger. I mean, can he could be a pompous jackass. Oh, the golfer I always couldn't. The, the one golfer I couldn't stand was Angel Jimenez. I, that dude just rubbed me the wrong way. No angel there. Oh, I mean, Jesus, he just always seemed like he was. He always seemed. I, I just never liked him. He always seemed like he was just like working for the Colombian cartel. I don't know. I just didn't <laughs> like the guy. Ooh, Ooh that's bad. He always oh. had a cigar out. I know that. That's true. Maybe it was Castro in disguise. I mean, I guess I guess it depends on whether you're a purist for golf or not. I like it if they show a little bit of emotion and, you know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of bizarre, really, to see a guy win $35 million and barely break a smile. <laughs> well, I'd have to have That is a little I odd. Mean, I, mean, I mean, he kind of... You know, I mean, granted, Rory McIlroy's made a lot of money in his career already, but he ain't made thirty-five million for one weekend. 
And he basically no. was, well, yeah, that was uh, pretty exciting. And uh, sorry, but mom and dad, for, uh, sorry for not calling you, mom and dad. I'll uh, call you later. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I really wasn't playing for the money. I was just playing for the title. He says. And I'm like, you yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, right. give me the money. <laughs> I I would have known exactly where I stood on that money list. <laughs> exactly. But then too, you know, yeah. what was there? Thirty guys, and last place was uh, three hundred ninety-five thousand. Boy, that would be terrible. Wow. Wow. Well, darn. Oh, the shame. Rory yeah. got How's fifteen that? mil today, right? Fifteen million. Yeah. Wow. You can thank Tiger for that and the title. And the, cu- and the cup, as it were. The Fags Cup. Only three hundred and what was it three hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars? How's he going to feed his family on that? Bless him. Yeah, how are you going to live off that? Latrell well, apparently Springwell. they had a story, and we can talk about this if you want. I don't know where it'll go, but they did say that it was a very. Um, they're starting to see uh, actual. Athletes trying to get into golf, and they're wondering where the yeah. game will go. Because if you look at golfers, most of them are just you know, there's no chubs out there for the most part. There's a couple, but most of them aren't. But they're just regular guys, and they wonder what it'll do to the game if somebody really starts to, uh, you know, go on the training regimens that you know football players and basketball players and. All that kind right. of stuff. If they start to go down that road, what it might do to the game. Yeah, or what Holy Moly can do to the game, too. That ruins the reputation right there. So, Jeff, let's hear your thoughts on the Nobody, Andrew Luck situation. Nobody we, cares. <laughs> well, I mean, I want to hear I want to hear his thoughts on the Andrew Luck thing, because we yeah, all three enough. talked about I'd like to hear what he has to say. Uh, I think I'm like everybody else. I was a bit surprised. But as, you know, we, we look at these guys, we always, our mindsets, I think most of our mindsets are like, well, these guys are going to be okay. They can come back out there. And uh, a lot of times we just take for granted, maybe we don't understand all the things that they go through to battle. Uh, I mean, I've seen some people and heard some people say, well, he's, you know, he's just uh, kind of being a, a wuss pussy? on this deal or whatever. A pussy? Yeah. Call him a pussy, Jeff. Uh, but <laughs> this day and age, whenever you look at uh, you look at oh. what's been going on with all the injuries and things, and uh, I don't think he's had like trauma to his head or anything, but you never know. But uh, his has been more so towards his arm and. He's only, had, he's only had one registered concussion. Yeah, so it's not so much. I don't think he can claim CTE or anything like that. But uh, I was really surprised that he retired because of uh, what he said. But like they said, he, behind closed doors, you, you just maybe we don't know all that goes on. But I feel like he had three or four good years at least left in him and. I mean, Tom Brady's playing mm-hmm. 42 and winning Super Bowls, you know. So, um, and yeah, he's had that. A, he's had ACL injuries and uh, arm injuries. I mean, he was on the 
an injury well, report got, for four or five straight years with cause of his shoulder. <laughs> there's a there's a story here that's only two two hours old, where he has uh, he retired because he could see his future and he feared much of it would be spent rehabbing, and he's just sick of rehabbing. Well, that makes sense. Well, I mean, I mean, I've never rehabbed a, a serious injury. I mean, he has—he's done it what, three or four times in an eight-year career. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. Yeah, he maybe—I I don't know. I mean, depending on how badly he really is hurt, which nobody seems to really know, and if they do, nobody's saying. He may find a way that if he's not hurt badly. That a, a year away from the game, he may miss it enough that he comes back. Right. But I, but I have a feeling that that's a very good, that's a very good possibility. But I don't know that I'd hold my breath waiting for that. Right. Tim, I was thinking that also. I thought maybe maybe a year or so if he was out, maybe he got the itch to play again. Um, he may do that. Uh, you know, um, one day, this morning they uh, ESPN they talked of Steve Young a little bit, and uh, he was talking about how. These athletes, maybe in their 50s, 40s, 50s, early 60s, are talking more to the guys playing the game now about injuries and how they've had to deal with injuries uh, since they've been retired or got out of or whatsoever, or how things have plagued them. So maybe that's something he's taking well, into consideration, a, too. We really don't know what's all going I, on with with. Yeah, I read a story from last uh, about last year that he played a game where he threw, I believe it was, attempted like 47 passes and completed like 38 or something, and they won the game. But after the game, he couldn't get his own shoulder pads off. Right. Because as soon as he stopped throwing and they quit working on his arm, he he couldn't move it. Well, I don't know about you, but at 29 years old, I, mean, I don't know if he's got a wife and, and family yet or if he plans on having one if he doesn't. But maybe the prospect of not being able to be fully functional, maybe that's, you know, maybe he's smart enough to know that it's time to get out. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would be rare for one of them to know that, but maybe maybe he's smart enough to know it. I personally believe that he knows he, not only does he have money and he's smart, he went to Stanford, so he's a smart guy. Right, and I'm not denying, and I'm not denying the fact that he may be hurt, because he he probably is, um, because that's all he's been trained to do his whole life is to be a, a pro football player. But I think he left the Colts because he knows no matter what he's going to have a job somewhere. And I'm looking at the XFL right now that's getting ready to launch. And Oliver Love is the head of Yeah, not as a player, but he can No, no, not as a player. No, no, no. I think he'll have an office job. He'll have some kind of cushy, high-end job in the NFL. Make him him some kind of a spokesman, even, anything like that. He's got instant name recognition. No, absolutely he's got name recognition. Like, you make him – you put him in charge of something and just say, here, this is what you do, and then you send him out on a a goodwill tour or something. Stand your friggin' luck. I mean – He'll get a job there. I have a feeling. Is he, is he capable of doing TV? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, well, so there you put him on the broadcast team. 
and he's already been in. You know, he actually was in an episode of Parks and Recreation years ago. <laughs> the things you yeah, know. I remember. I remember last year, just during a game. Uh, it was at the end of the half, and uh, there was. Uh, they were on their own forty-five yard line, and they had to bring in Jacoby Brissett to throw a 55-yard Hail Mary to the end zone. I mean, so uh, I don't know if you all remember that or not, but anyways. That's one of that's one of Jacoby's two pass attempts in his career. <laughs> Hold on, uh, guys. I'll be right back, okay? I'll stay all about I an hour. At least I waited an hour before I had to step away. Well, that, that's catching right. on that I have to step away stuff tonight. Sorry. I'll be honest. I that's... had to run, and I'll tell you all fair why. <laughs> well, I, I can probably fathom a guess, but uh-huh. I, mean, how, I mean, how are our new viewers or listeners in Cambodia going to feel about that movement? I don't know. The Cambodia, Cambodia. they're a fickle you audience. Believe- Lou, we we have uh, we now have uh, we have listeners in fifty three countries, Cambodia yeah. being one of them. I'm a dead yeah. man. <laughs> Can't I, wonder you know. it, I wonder how I sound in that language though. Do, do you we've do you often, know the Cambodian government something, Lou? Yeah, we we've often wondered how some of like because we have a lot of strange or like who did we get your last week? Name South Sudan. South Sudan, uh, Bangladesh, Ecuador, Iran. We, we're listening to some weird places. Iran. Iran. And Iran so yeah. far away. Uh, oh, God uh, damn it, Lou. Uh, <laughs> Lou, <laughs> tell, tell, tell me you have a picture of your hair like that, Lou, and I'll die. Back when I was 15, yes. <laughs> oh, God, Lou, post it. <laughs> I had a mullet, yeah. okay? I had a mullet. And I ran. I remember that song, but I was already a. I don't know how old I was when that came how out. Smart, how really smart old. are you? Name the name the band. Oh, I can name the band. So can I. You look. Okay, well, all right. I'm proud of you too. That, that's no problem. A flock of seagulls. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah, a flock of seagulls. Uh, the bigger question is, is uh, name their name their uh, name any other hits they might have had. That they didn't. Major when they had. I think. They, Small, there are a few smaller hits, but that was the big one. Yeah, that was definitely the big one. I, I can't come up with another one. <laughs> say, if you can name thing. another one, then you're doing all right. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I can't name another one. Let's see. How do we get one? those 53 countries, though? That's what I want to know. Uh, we're just that damn good. Yeah, yeah Lou. I, so. I wonder how many countries I've heard on my show. Uh-uh. Two. Well, if you, if you if you if you hosted if you hosted at Blog Talk, they would tell you these things. Yeah, I'm on different. I'm on different. Uh, I host on a different uh, service. I just can't imagine myself being heard in 53 countries around the world. Ooh, boy. All right, I'm back, guys. Sorry. Okay. Welcome back. Thanks. Jeff is back for our fans from uh, the Republic of Serbia. China. Uh, we, also uh, have, uh, we also have China, so it could be that, too. Russia, too. And Russia. <laughs> I think mm. Jeff, is, Jeff is pretty big in uh, Spain and uh, the U.K. They really like huge. him. Wow. He's huge. Wow. He's got quite a following. Wow. 
Yeah, Jeff didn't even know he was that big over in Spain, but he's. Well, he has I to do deal like with hot his, tea. He has to deal with his his West Virginia mm-hmm. fame, so. Yeah, he's a big deal like in Shinston. <laughs> does he know the Shinston sinkhole by any chance? Uh, he probably doesn't. <laughs> Too bad. That would have been hilarious if Jeff would have known the Shinston sinkhole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, but anyway, so, you know, I promised right. a little bit of fantasy football talk here. Um. How many of you guys are very active in the fantasy football world? Tim and I are. Jeff, I know you are. Lou, I suck. You, you, you an active fantasy footballer? I was, but I sucked at. It. Oh, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't hear Nate or I say either of us were any good. No, I didn't we just say said I was we, great at it. Or we just said we were active. <laughs> okay. There's a difference there. Uh, oh yeah. Did uh, ESPN take Andrew Luck off their uh, list of, of draftable players already? Probably not. <laughs> but I sure I think his ranking has fallen, so I don't think you have to worry too much about that. You think? Because I know there was, uh, I guess, quite a few places in, uh, in uh, Vegas gave back uh, money for uh, people that had bet that he was going to win the uh, NFL MVP. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure why you put any money on him winning the NFL MVP, but nah. but uh, let's see here. Quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't think he's on the list anymore. I think they've already removed him. But because he should he should be in the top fifteen or twenty if he was in here, but he's not. So. But Who's yeah, I mean, if you look. What's up? Yeah, probably Brissett. We had talked about that earlier. I, yeah, and I, most of us are in agreement that maybe it's time to call Kaepernick. Ooh. I don't know. I don't think he'll come back. I think if they wanted a veteran quarterback who at least wouldn't get killed out there, I, I, he's as good a pick as any. Unless, unless somebody gets cut from a from a team here in the next week or so. Maybe they could trade for Mike Lennon. Hmm. Who the <laughs> fuck would want Mike why Lennon? Would they, why would they want to? Yeah. That was a joke. That was a joke between me and Nathan. Yeah, it's a joke I between get, me I and get it. Next, next you'll be telling me they're going to swing a deal for Nathan Peterman. <laughs> well, according have, to uh, have Peterman. John Gruden, Nathan Peterman's a competitor. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him compete many times when he's chasing a guy who's just picked off of one of his passes. You know what? I haven't broke this out in a hot minute. Here you go, Nathan Peterman, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what we think about him. You lose. Oh yeah, Nathan Peterman is just. Well, the preseason gold and regular season. Manure. Hmm. And behind that line, I, I can't see him. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't know what he'll do, but. You know what? I'm looking at Oakland, and obviously I think they're going to suck. But I, I look at yeah. the whole situation with 
Josh Jacobs, the rookie running back out of Alabama. I have a hard time getting excited about Alabama rookie running back or any Alabama running back in general. Trent Richardson was hot garbage. Mark Ingram's had a decent career. Derrick Henry's kind of whatever. Um, T.J. Yeldon was kind of been a third down Yeah, T.J. Yeldon was kind of whatever. And then they had, uh, oh, hell, what was that dude's name? Uh, Eddie Lacy. Uh, he met up with Sean Kemp at a local buffet and was never heard from again. So, Golden Corral, I think he lost his career. Yeah, Eddie Lacy's a spokesman for Golden Corral. Uh, so, yeah. Kind of hit or miss. Derrick Henry's been all right. So, I, does anybody really believe in Josh Jacobs? Because I'm kind of like, eh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Well, the Raiders drafted him. That alone has got to send up you know, all kinds of warning bells. Yeah. I mean, they drafted him in the first round, one of their 14 picks. After they took uh, the guy at four that they could have got at 12. But, um, hey, whatever, right? Or Oakland, maybe. So here's a – I'll throw this out here to you guys. Uh, Now I know why you hate Nathan Peterman. I didn't realize you played for Pitt. Um, I can't wait to hear this one. How many touchdown passes has Nathan Peterman thrown in his career? Two. Don't don't look. I didn't. Try not to look. Uh, I'm going to say he's thrown more to the other team than he's thrown. <laughs> two is two. Well, two is incorrect. But not well, wait a minute. Are you talking about? Are you talking about to his own team or to the other team? No, no. This would be official t- touchdowns that counted for points for his okay. team. Okay. Okay. Anyone? No. Bye. We want two. So I'm wrong. Two is close. Two is close. We're not far. Four. Uh, four would be uh, too many. Well, one. <laughs> he has thrown three t- touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Three. Okay. And those and five interceptions. Five one game. I was going to say five was one game. <laughs> He's only passed for 548 yards in his career. Hmm. Hell. But he's a game. Matt he's a game. He's a game. He's a competitor, though. He's a gamer. Yeah. Gamer. Yeah. He's a blue chipper, by God. I mean, he has just been. But John Gruden said people want to play for the Raiders. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it is. Nobody wants to play for the Raiders. You, you get drafted by him, but you don't have a choice. Antonio Brown's trying to do a helmet fight so he doesn't have to play for him. I mean, how many how many quarterbacks can lay claim to they started one game for the Buffalo Bills and went one for three with one interception? Three? God, I could have done that. One for freaking three. Yeah. That's a series for most quarterbacks. That was when they benched Tyrod Taylor thinking that they would show him, and they ended up Tyrod Taylor. Oh, uh, and Tyron well, Taylor's nothing special, but geez, exactly. Uh, quarterbacks do it a die in Buffalo too, though. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. They haven't had a good quarterback since Jim Kelly. They haven't. Jim Kelly's been the only quarterback they ever had. Bill yeah, Sims. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're just another franchise that just kills quarterbacks. Well, we yeah. went through the we went through the death. Let's go here and look at the Buffalo Bills history of quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, they too. Well, they too were uh, big on Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, 
Well, the only thing he could do there is he could grow the beard and the mustache for the weather. He did that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they drafted J.P. Uh, Rossman in the same draft as Ben Roethlisberger, Eli, and Philip Rivers. Yeah. You all remember that? Well, they weren't going to get Rivers yeah. or Eli, but they did. They could have got Roethlisberger. I mean, after Jim Kelly, they had Todd Collins and Alex Van Pelt. Nobody's. Doug Flutie, yeah. but he was never really any good in the NFL. Uh, Rob Jones. Yeah. Uh, Drew Bledsoe for 16 games. Then we get then we get into the goodies. J.P. Lossman. Oh yeah. Trent Edwards. Ryan Fitzpatrick. E.J. Manuel. Oh, E.J. Manuel. Oh God. Kyle, Kyle Orton. Matt Castle. Tyrod Taylor. Nathan Peterman. And then we get the stellar season of 2018, where we had Josh Allen, Nathan Peterman, Derek Anderson. Deshaun McCoy and Mark Barkley all in the same year. I thought Josh Allen had a good year to be. He got, yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, I believe. And then, he had a lot of rushing they, yards, if I remember right. You're running for his life. Uh, let's, yeah. Let's see his stats that season were. Jeez, Louise. You know, I was here to make fun yeah. of the Buffalo Bills for drafting EJ Manuel at quarterback, but I'm going through the list quarterbacks that came out that year, they may have actually made the right choice. Pick the worst, the best of the worst? Oh, my God. E.J. Manuel may have been the best quarterback to come out of this draft. I'm not even kidding. Because E.J. Manuel, I remember they took him really early. The quarterbacks, yeah, the quarterbacks in this draft were E.J. Manuel was the first quarterback taken. Uh, and he got taken at 16 by the Bills. I remember everybody being shocked that they took him so high. Um, oh, here you go. The Cleveland Browns actually forfeited. Oh, they forfeited a draft pick because they took it in the supplemental draft. Uh, Geno Smith was taken in that draft. He played um, in Miami, didn't he? Jets. Who? No, uh, college. Buddy. No, with WVU. Geno Smith? Yeah. Really? Yeah, West Virginia. Well, no wonder he sucked so bad. Matt Barkley was taken in that draft. Uh, Mike Glennon was taken in that draft. Ooh, some big names. Ryan Nassib. I'll tell you what, E.J. Manuel may have actually been the best quarterback in that draft. Okay, no wonder Eugene Geno Smith was no good. His real name is Eugene. That explains it all right there. Because that is a name you just don't want to get saddled with. I'm sorry, but uh, not a cool first name. No offense to any Eugene's out there. Yeah, you just offended all the Eugene's that live in the South. I'm sure there was a quarterback for Miami. Whose first name was Gino, but maybe I'm. Uh, G- you're thinking of Gino Toretta. There we go. I ah, knew I knew you should have known know. Jeff would have it. Yeah, I should have just asked him. He would have told me and saved me the trouble. <laughs> they spell their name first name different. Gino Toretta, G I N O. Yeah, and he's G E N O, right? The other one. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Dion Toretta actually won the Heisman Trophy. Dion Smith was in a running for it there for a while. Did he play in Miami when uh, Jimmy Johnson was? I believe he was there as a backup, and then Johnson and then went to the NFL, and then left. it might have been uh, Erickson. might have been the coach then. So what, that would have been, what, 91 or 2001? I think it was 91. I was one year old in 1991. I believe that's the year that... Uh, yeah, that's... 91 is uh, Dennis Erickson. Dennis Erickson took the Seminoles the missed a field goal to, to beat Toretta, and they were saying whoever... Whichever quarterback won that game was probably going to win the Heisman, and uh, that was the, will end up being the case with... That's back in the day when Nebraska was half-decent. Yeah. Well, they would later on have, like, Tommy Frazier and... Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a name I remember. Yeah. Lawrence Phillips was a running back. I remember him being a buff. Jeff, are you, like, 75 years old or what? <laughs> Let's have a good memory, guys. Because <laughs> at least I know I'm... I remember, like, those guys flying because I am in my 50s, but... I was going to say, I'm sure you're not anywhere near as old as me. No, I'm not. You are just a freaking stat machine, my friend. Well, I used to be better is the bad part about it. Well, I appreciate it. I I, I like having you on. I like talking to you because you know a lot of crap. That's for sure. Pointless stuff, usually. Well, a lot of it is, but still, you know. Always good around the water cooler. Yeah. You guys remember that 1972 championship game? <laughs> oh, well, it was yesterday. Nobody at the water cooler older than 25. <laughs> 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 Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. I'm quite sure uh, that our listeners in uh, southern Sudan are uh, shotting this stuff down, though. Oh, absolutely. They better because be. Because they don't, they don't they're really get a lot of... There's a lineup for Internet access. So they, they, they're writing stuff down. <laughs> well, guys, we've only got a couple minutes left, so we'll leave it okay. at this for this evening here. It's our Sunday night roundtable. We talked mostly football until I stepped away and came back to a hockey roundtable. But you know what? That's fine, too. That's what the show's for. Uh, be, be glad Lou and I didn't decide to work blue. Right, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Blue, blue, blue is the best blue. So, <laughs> you, just wanna, you just don't want to end up with the. Hopefully, you know, don't end up and you. You have to have a blue ball. <laughs> oh God. I don't know, but you can night We'll talk again soon. Good night, Lou. Thanks for coming. We appreciate Jeff for stopping by. Yeah, no more Lou. Well, what, do we have we, to go two hours right on the nose? We can't go like 10 or 15 minutes over here? Or what's, the story, what's the story? Well, it's up to you. People got places to go? Well, I mean, people got places to go. I mean, whatever, but... Well, I mean, I've got some stuff, but, you know. <laughs> well, you've always got some stuff. Make you a point. Got a, you've probably got a, like, sandwich waiting for you or something. No, actually, I don't. I wish. That'd be nice. <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking. I was just thinking the same thing. That'd be kind of nice, but it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but you know what? 
Actually, we'll wrap it here, and uh, we'll get Jeff back on here with us soon. We appreciate you for stopping by and talking with us. For a little bit. Do, I've never been to the NBA Finals since I was last on, I believe. Yeah. But uh, maybe we've we can make to, our uh, NFL predictions next week or something. We've got to All do right. a Stump the Jeff show. The Jeff show? No, Stump, stump, the, the, Jeff. stump the Jeff show. Where <laughs> I, attempt to stump, I, I attempt to stump Jeff on – I'll let him pick the categories ahead of time, and then I will attempt to stump him with – Absolutely useless trivia. <laughs> we'll go with hockey, all right? Like, do you know the shoe size of Gino Toretta? <laughs> well, the problem, according to him, uh, well, according to actually, Gino's got a quite an interesting shoe size. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> all right, end the damn show. Fine. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. It's the Sunday Night Run Roundtable. It's been a good time. We hope you join us again here on Wednesday for the flagship program. And, you know, who knows? If Depending on what's going on, we uh, you never know when the Sunday Night Roundtable will show up again. So we hope to talk to you next time. And uh, hopefully we'll get a pick show in here eventually as the NFL is nearing its start. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Anything we want to add, Tim? I don't know you. Okay. Night, everybody. Night. I ain't even gotta say it, that's just something they know. Thanks for listening to the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com and at widemencantjump.com. Be sure to check out our blogs over at widemencantjump.com and also be sure to check out all the other shows that we put out. You can find us on iTunes, Podcast Static, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Also, at WideBeanCanJump.com. Visit our store and buy some new t-shirts that are available now in all sizes. This show is brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at NewLawOffice.com and by Cambay.com. Be sure to visit Cambay.com and use promo code WideBean to get 20 free credits on your purchase. Thanks for listening again, and we'll see you next time for the next episode on the Wide Man Radio Network.